right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Movie Talks and Chill. We're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrato. I'm Gavin Butts. I'm Patrick Wall. And in this episode... Wait, real quick. How was your Thanksgiving? Because last wonderful. week was amazing. It was wonderful. <laughs> and in case you're wondering, like, you're wearing the same shirts as last time. We've done laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still full. Yeah. <coughs> I have leftovers for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, so... And, and now that we've got through that... Yeah, that, that's done. Um, so I'm going to let one of you two introduce this one. So this is uh, this episode <coughs> is about ensemble <coughs> cast. Yes. It actually makes sense for this season because with the holidays all coming up, bringing yeah. together families, friends coming together, why not have ensemble and, cast? And honestly, like a lot of those holiday movies like Valentine's Day and, mm-hmm. and um, uh, what, was the, what was the Christmas one uh, that's got a bunch of them in there? Uh, Anyway, Which Christmas one? To yeah. Well, yeah, a little um, bit more specifically, Gavin. <clears throat> Touche. So, but a lot of those, like you know, specialized holiday movies, will just throw a lot, a lot of actors in the same mm-hmm. movie. Well, and, one of the and newer trying to make it good. <laughs> one of the newer Christmas ones that came out last year. Um, so it was hit or miss for some people, but speaking of like ensemble, would be like Spirited mm-hmm. <clears throat> with yep. Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell and yep. everybody else. There's a lot of people in there. What do you want me to say? Um, so, yes, we are talking about movies with ensemble casts. So, for those of you who have <clears throat> are not that uh, movie connoisseurish or not cinephiles, and you know you hear the term they do it with TV shows, they call it you know with movies <clears throat> ensemble cast. Basically, at the end of the day, it means it's it's no, there is no one big star. Like there's yeah, so many really big stars. Yeah, yeah, I mean. They, there is sometimes always one person's name yeah. first, and it's probably the person that they were looking for before they found everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, but an ensemble cast is basically when you have so many big names, or so many names, that all kind of capture the movie together. Mm. So they're all a, a big part of it. You know, no one person is better than another person. Well, maybe in your Often. opinion. <clears throat> Except for Patrick, he's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm the worst. So, like, you know, I'll, I'll kick it off. So, like, a good version of an ensemble cast would be, uh, like, Ocean's Eleven. Yes. Or Ocean's Twelve or Ocean's Thirteen, you know. <laughs> As you go down yeah, the line, it's basically any of the Ocean's movies. Um, you know, you basically have, you have, uh, you know, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, uh, uh, Matt, Matt Damon. Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> um, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the one that was the, the card dealer thing. Uh it wasn't allowed oh, to Bernie work. Mac. Bernie Mac, yep. I was like, oh. I know it's B. I was yeah. like, what is the name? <clears throat> um, Casey Affleck. You know, you have uh, Julia, Julia Roberts. Roberts. Uh, uh, Andy Garcia. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... And the list goes on and, and on. And as Scott Kahn. Al Pacino. Uh, last one you had Al Pacino. Scott Kahn. I like when they're trying to... Like they went to the me- the factory in Mexico to rig the dice. And then they start joining like the... The strike, the strike like, yeah. We can't let them treat us like this anymore. As one of them's throwing a Molotov over the fence. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, well we're, uh, they're like asking them, "Well, how much are they holding out for? Thirty, uh, something like thirteen uh, k or something like that." Mm-hmm. It's like each, like no total. Yeah, <laughs> write them a, we'll a check. <laughs> we'll post it. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll post it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll post it. <laughs> <clears throat> So yes, that's kind of for you, the viewers. <laughs> like, it, but it is a fifteen percent increase. Yeah, fifteen percent increase each. No total. Total. <laughs> so for the most part, they all stuck in the same movie, you know, through the through all of them basically, mm-hmm. and then you know, but they always added some somebody or some new, you know, either a new villain or yeah. Um, well, 
obviously a new villain in each of, each one of them. Yeah, and then they all, it was interesting because when I first watched the Ocean series, like I watched them and they were they were a good amount apart from each other, if I remember correctly. It wasn't like back to back year after year yeah, they like came two out. Two or three years between. Yeah. <clears throat> and so what I didn't realize is there's a couple comments made in the third in Ocean's thirteen where it's when Eddie Izzard is in there. He was the one that was their tech genius friend he was, that yeah, they he was paid and he's like the, uh, the, <clears throat> the egg or the, the holographic thing what's that that yeah so that one uh is the oh no third no, one no, sorry he no. was doing the um, he was the doing all gecko. the computers yeah, the, yeah that was the, he was trying the to figure greco. out how to, the greco the greco yeah the, matt damon yeah. blew all of his bribe money he's like, i could only get a name greco. <laughs> i'm pretty sure i'm being followed <laughs> yeah. yep. and, and then it, he goes into a monologue describing how advanced the security yep. system is and then they're talking to him. They're talking. So Eddie Izzard is a famous comedian, stuff, British comedian, and uh, he can be funny. Oh, he's yeah. not my favorite stand-up <laughs> comedian, but he does have a couple of bits where I, I was. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. he's got that dry humor. Yeah, delivery. but he's also he does highly educational humor. Yeah, where it's like you have to know history. Like he knows religious history, hmm. like insanely. And so, <clears throat> but I remember there's a scene in Thirteenth One or Ocean's Thirteen where he's talking to him and he's like. You know, you know, who are you going to get to do this and this? And they mentioned the one guy's name. I can't remember the character's name. And he's like, after he bragged about you, you know, and, and over there. And it didn't click to me. That's the guy that got them all set up in the second one, in Ocean's yeah. 12. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where the other guy, he was bragging about, oh, these guys are the best, you know, thieves out there. And it's, He was actually the director of the movie, though, wasn't he? He might have been. I, I, I think he, I think. Was that him? That, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, so he's like, was that the, he's the whale. Mm-hmm. Was that Steven Soderbergh? <laughs> I think so. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so they're ba- but it's like the little things you catch from like the third one to the first one and the second one, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's right, he is the guy that set them up, and or he didn't mean to set them up. He was just bragging about him, wasn't thinking what he was saying, and then uh, that other guy wanted to challenge them all <clears throat> to the whole thing. But so you know, so to be the best. <laughs> but just watching like their all their banter's and the way they you know talk to each other in that movie is pretty awesome. Like the Kuthuri's like uh. Uh, what's that one? Th- I love when he comes in when I think it's in the third one, and Brad Pitt comes into George Clooney's room, and he's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh you- no, that's the second one." Oh, it was the second one. He's like, "Are you crying?" He's like, "You're yeah. sitting with a bottle of wine," and then he's like, "Are you watching are you Oprah?" Watching- yeah. <laughs> it, no, it was the third one because she was talking about that camp that oh, he ended up yeah, donating. Right, they ended up donating right, yeah, yeah. Anna Garcia's all his money <clears throat> that he put into. And he's like, and he's funny? Sing- well, it sure as hell ain't sad. sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, Terry, it sure as shit ain't sad. I just like how Brad Pitt joins him. He's like, are they really going to buy all those kids? That's like, what I was going to say. He's like, he's there. Start, yeah, he starts. He's like, it's start, really about the kids. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, like sniffling. They're going to live it like the whole family? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> well, I, so I was thinking about the second one when he goes to Brad Pitt's room. And he's oh. like, he's like, dude, what are you doing? It's, it's morning up. And he's like, no. It's uh, it's four p.m. the night before. He goes, "Oh, he didn't." He's like, "How many espressos have you had?" Six. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Come on." <laughs> but yeah, so that's an example for the viewers out there. Is that that's actually one of my big picks for ensemble cast. So, so what about you guys? Uh, mine would be <coughs> Tropic Thunder, <coughs> which is absolutely <laughs> awesome. I mean, just. Tom Cruise's character in there is is killer. Was it uh, Rex Grossman? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's got like the bodysuit and he's just massively hairy everywhere. <laughs> just, he's got like half unbuttoned shirt and just a mound of chest hair right there. Bald. I just like yeah. how he grabs the phone. And he's like, "Okay, how about you take a step back 
and fuck your own face. <laughs> At the like, beginning of it, he's like, which one of y'all is key grip? The guy raised up, go over there and punch that director in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he just freaking, he's like, sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, dude. As soon as he does it, Tommy's like, mm. <laughs> Well, so that starts playing like apple bottom jeans for some yeah, yeah. And doing his little dance. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so in that one you get you know you got Tom Cruise, you got Matthew McConaughey, you got uh, Ben Stiller, Robert mm-hmm. Downey Jr., Jack Black. Jack um, Black. Help me out, who I'm missing uh, here? Danny McBride. Danny yep, McBride. Everybody. Uh, Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Yep. Oh yeah, he was the Vietnam <laughs> vet, right? I don't know what the sound. I don't know what it's called. I just know the sound it makes when it lies. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like at the end of the movie, you realize like he was never in a Vietnam vet. Yeah, like, they like, pull off his pencils like. You have hands? <laughs> what the hell is this? You find out like he was in like the writing pool in stateside. Yeah. <laughs> like he didn't actually see anything. He right, wasn't yeah. in Hanoi. He was in the Coast Guard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Were you even in the military? Coast Guard. <laughs> so, yeah. So you got so Tropic you, Thunder and you get the, the little Vietnamese kid like, you know, stabbing him. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like yeah. running away at or, the end. Or like Matthew McConaughey <laughs> at the very end, you know, he brings his TiVo and he, that's what he blocks the RPG with from the helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I brought your TiVo! <laughs> it's in his contract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got Rex Grossman on the line. He's going to tell you why he's wiped, your, wiped his ass with the TiVo portion in your contract. <laughs> You m- m- we are flaming dragon. <laughs> Excuse me. What? <laughs> I like it. Yeah, that's what he's like. Fuck your whole face. Yeah. And he hangs up. Throws. I know who that was. Yeah. <laughs> I know who that was. Please. <laughs> what about you, Mister Patrick? Uh, so <clears throat> the first one I thought of was Tropic Thunder, and I knew he was going to go for that one. Nicely done. So I I had a backup plan. Oh. Anchorman. Okay. Mm. So, if you haven't seen it, um, so the main cast is Will Ferrell, Christina uh, Applegate, Steve Carell, Paul Rudd, um, and then, you know, Chris Parnell's in there, and a few others, but it's that major, like, melee they have in, like, the park, mm-hmm. and then, like, Luke Vince Wilson Vaughn. showing up. <laughs> and, and Vince Stiller, Vaughn. yep. Yeah. Was it the first one or the second one? Will Smith is one of them, too. Uh, it's the second one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And that, that fight scene is even bigger. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but the, that 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 one scene had like everybody in the comedy realm at the time, yep. and they, it was just there were horses. Steve Carell's character throws a trident in someone's chest. Yep, he's like, I killed someone. Uh, like, yeah, that, I saw uh, that. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I've been meaning to tell you, Brick. You maybe wanted from Earth. Yeah, you need to go into hiding. <laughs> or like in the fight, he's just running around holding a hand grenade. <laughs> <laughs> Brick, where did you get a hand grenade? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> And, and um, Paul Rudd, when he's trying to seduce Christina Applegate, he puts on the Sex Panther. <laughs> God, it smells like Bigfoot's dick. <laughs> it's quite pungent. Stings the nostrils. I got to tell you, that smells like pure gasoline. Sixty <laughs> percent of the time, it, it works, it works every time. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> who, who set a baby's diaper on fire? <laughs> At the end, they're like have him outside, like delousing and scrubbing him. <laughs> Um, but the second one also, like I just mentioned, had the same kind of melee and every like all the people from the first one, like 
Vince Vaughn shows up. It's like, why are you here? You guys have been number... Uh, no, Luke Wilson shows up. It's like, why are you here? You guys have been number three for decades. It's like, well, we still want it, damn it. <laughs> and then Will Smith and, like, I think it was, like... In, um, Will Smith, I think, was, like, hit the History Channel or something. Or ESPN. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right. yeah that was, they, he was ESPN. <coughs> yeah. And I, th- I think the History Channel was there. And that's when um, John C. Riley was there as uh, uh, the ghost of Stonewall Jackson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kills the news... There will be a mint julep waiting for you on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, even when that starts to happen, everyone's like, you guys aren't even in news. What are you doing here? <laughs> we still want the number one spot. Well, I, and I even, like, get Will Ferrell standing there. Is that the ghost of Stonewall? Is no one else seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, it, Vince Vaughn at the end, he's like, I don't like you, but God damn it, I respect yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's good stuff. That's good. Well, another one that's like, this one was not a hugely popular movie. I, I think it, it was, I, I don't know if you fully consider it a rom-com type movie, but <clears throat> it's a, uh, a lot of people have not heard of her, not seen it, or wasn't big in the theater. It's called 200 Cigarettes. But I'm going to read you the names of these people. Now, I know most of them off the top of my head, but some of them I was a little iffy about, but I'm going to read you the cast here. So you got Casey Affleck, you got Ben Affleck, Christina Ritchie, Paul Rudd, Kate Hudson, Dave Chappelle, Courtney Love, uh, Martha Pimpton, I'm not sure who that is, Jay Moore is in there, uh, Janine Garofalo. Huh. Um, uh, Alright, let's go back to the top <clears throat> real quick. Um, who was the first guy you named? Casey and Ben Affleck. Oh, okay. Casey Affleck. He was Dave. You know, no, I know yeah. who he is. Oh, okay. so I was going to say. I think of a movie, Casey Affleck. He's the brother of Ben Affleck. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's just, it, it goes on and on, but there's a lot of people in there, and the movie is basically about, it's on New Year, it's the night of New Year's Eve, <clears throat> and it's all these, it's one of those intertwining story type things, yeah, yeah. where it's, everybody's got their own story going on, and uh, have, they're all eventually going to end up at this New Year's Eve party, and uh, the girl's hosting the New Year's Eve party, she has it set earlier, and she's waiting, and the whole movie, basically, she's waiting for people to show up. And then, you know, she meets up with, like, I think her ex comes over. She ends up start starting to drink. She gets hammered and passed out. By the end of the movie, she's hammered and passed out and missed her whole, whole party <laughs> that she hosts. And apparently everybody was there. She was getting all upset because nobody was showing up. Mm. But everybody was waiting until later to show up. But you have, like, the story of, like, Ben Affleck's got his own story. Casey Affleck's got his own story. Um, Paul Rudd. And I believe it's Paul Rudd and Courtney Love <clears throat> are basically hanging out together. They're friends, I think. I don't know if they've actually slept together once before, but they're definitely friends. And he's trying to figure out why relationships don't work. So it's one of those where, you know, they end up hooking up near the end. Um, but it's just, it's crazy. Dave Chappelle's a taxi driver who's like always trying to get laid by his, you know, customers and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's it's pretty awesome. It's a good movie. And the whole thing is, I think they said the secret behind it. So 200 cigarettes, I believe, is the actual amount of cigarettes that were smoked. That are on screen oh. <clears throat> by the end of the movie. I think that was a little caveat, that little secret hidden gem fact that nobody knows nugget. and nobody really cares about. Yeah. Um, but that's the whole thing. And the girl, I think it was Courtney Love, it was Paul Rudd's character's birthday on New Year's Eve. So she's taking him out, so she buys him a carton of cigarettes. Mm. And they're always smoking. And he talks about cigarettes at the end. But it's not really a focus on the movie until like towards the end of it. Yeah. <clears throat> so, but definitely ensemble cast and... Really, really good. So, if you haven't seen that, that's another fun... I mean, it's nothing... It's not going to blow your mind. It's not Oscar-worthy or anything. But it is a good little movie to watch. Nice. Check out. Well, another one that's like that, uh, that you know, has their own 
um, it follows a bunch of characters that have their own little the uh, story, but they're <clears> all like at some point all the characters touch somebody else's life mm. going through there is uh, he's just not that into you. Oh, yeah. So you got Justin Long, Drew Barrymore, Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Aniston, Ben Affleck, Bradley Cooper. Like, the list just goes on. <laughs> and uh, don't forget about, uh, what's his name? Um, the Hangover. No, not from The Hangover. It's, uh, God, I can't think of it. I'm, I'm sorry. I can't think of your name, but it's a great show, Entourage. The kid that plays uh, E. In entourage. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Kevin McCullough. Yeah, Kev, yep. Oh, excuse Kevin Conley, sorry. Kevin Conley, yep. <clears throat> um, you got Chris Christopherson plays uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston's dad. But, I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. Like, just with the characters, you know, constantly with all mm-hmm. the story, you know, changing each each different way. Mm-hmm. But, like, it, that's how it works. It's like, they this this character, or this character knows this one, mm-hmm. but they don't know the other person. And then they it ends up swinging back around. Comes back around. Crisscross. Crisscross. <laughs> well, it's just like, it's like uh, the movie New Year's Eve. Yes. And even that one had, Robert De Niro was even in that one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that one was another one that had everybody in it. And that's, again, another New Year's Eve movie. But this one's actually called New Year's Eve. Yeah. That's what I was saying. The <coughs> holiday movie. That, it's Valentine's Day. Yep. <laughs> um, so I, I got a couple of, and you just, quick glance at your phone. I know a movie that Don't I was look at my phone. Um, but... I wanted to bring up the goods, live hard, sell hard. Yeah. Um, so it is an ensemble cast, but the, back then when this movie was made, they weren't as big as they are now, I would say. Um, like, but it has Jeremy Piven, Ving Rhames, James Brolin, Catherine Hahn, Ed Helms, Tony Hale, um, Ken Jeong. Like, <laughs> that, have you ever seen it, Gavin? I know you have, because you and oh, I talked yeah. about it. I don't I think so. Movie. Oh. You um, actually really like that movie. That movie is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uh, Rob Riggle's in it. The, <laughs> one, so one of the best things Rob is Rob Riggle is has a mental um, disorder where he's Rob Riggle. You know, he's six five, two hundred and twenty pounds, of pure muscle. His yeah. mind, his mind does There's not develop as fast as his body does. No, he's a marine fighter pilot. <laughs> no, like real life. Yeah, he was a marine. Yeah, oh, that's pilot. right. Yeah, but he, he, mentally, he's only at the age of like ten. Ah. But Catherine Hahn finds him sexy and tries to sleep with him. <laughs> she's trying to hit on him but like talking to a 10 year old like it's really hard to wrap your mind around like this is not technically illegal but it's wrong it's kind of wrong <laughs> and Bing Range tries to tell her that like he's mentally 10 you can't do that and she comes up with like a sassy well he's not physically well it's kind of like well no it says he's like she's like uh, he, he says to her somebody's like you, you try to sleep with <clears throat> with him and she's like well you know yeah, it's a crazy thing, but you know who's really to blame? He's like, you're the adult, so you're to blame. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say you. Yeah, um, it's a fantastic comedy. If you haven't seen it, um, I I showed it to a friend of mine I don't know, a few months ago, and he's like, it's whatever. I was like, get the fuck out of my apartment. What's what's the dude's name? He he was also in Anchorman, but he was the one that he's the the magician. He's the uh, numbers guy. <clears throat> Um, I want to get his name first before I say this part because it's David Kochner. <laughs> David Kochner. Uh, K O E C H N E R. Okay, we'll just call him David. Um, so, but there's a scene in there. So, wait, the whole movie is basically there at their mercenary car sales, used car salesman. So this one uh, used car lot is <clears throat> about to go out, or he's going to get bought out, or something like that. And they're like, yeah. "We're and none of his salespeople are really that good. They're just regular." Used car salespeople, they're like, you're bringing in Mercs? You hired Mercs? So they're bringing these guys in to save, and they're all kind of introducing themselves, and they got like got their own little thing that they do. 
And that dude comes up and he's like, you know, like, I'm, they call me the wizard. He's like, I'm a magician with numbers. And he's like, ah. you remember a guy, you know, MC Hammer, you know, back in the 80s? He's like, well, you know, he filed for bankruptcy. He was like, he was living in a, living in the left, uh, left, pant, yeah, yeah, uh, of pet leg of, of his parachute, of, of his hammer pants. He was living in the left leg of his hammer pants. <laughs> he's like, I got him financed in a car, no questions. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good movie. Though. I I genuinely love that movie. It's it's hilarious. All the it's, Ed Helms plays like the antagonist because he's the son of the guy who owns the competing dealership, and they come over just to, like get under their skin. And um, he's like, "I have a forty dollar haircut. You can't get under my skin." And at the end of the movie, they wind up selling him a car for like ten thousand. That's worth two yep. and a half. <laughs> Well, so one that's coming up, I can't talk about it because I haven't seen it. I've only seen the trailer, so of one of my favorite movies. It's a Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Mm-hmm. That one would now be considered. If you look back, you'd say that would be considered an ensemble cast back then. A lot of those guys were just coming off SNL. They weren't like hmm. big, huge stars at that point. Um, but and now then, with the I new one. Starting to get into writing well, I don't yeah. even know if the new ones would be um, considered ensemble because you've got Paul Rudd. Great. And you've got the kid from Stranger Things, fantastic. Patton Oswalt's in it. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, Ken, uh, what's the? Uh, I hate that I do this every time. The the Indian guy or the he's gonna have like a uh, small Ken role. Ken Nanjiani. Yeah, I think he's gonna be in it. So I mean, you have them, but then also uh, Ernie Hudson, Annie Potts, uh, Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd. They're all gonna have a little bit of a bigger oh, part okay. in this one. <clears throat> so I, I think you could call it a little bit more ensemble-ish. Nowadays. Yeah, yeah, no. I'm with you. There's a good one that we haven't touched on yet that I've recently watched. What have you touched? Besides myself. Yeah, I don't need to know. <laughs> the TV remote that played Heat with um, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, and Wait, Val did you just say the TV remote? Yeah, I just used the remote to go to Netflix. Oh, okay. I was like... What? Like, wait, wait. I was like, is that a movie? The, a t- the TV remote to play Heat. I'm like, I don't recall ever hearing about that movie. Uh, I used the TV remote <clears> to watch the movie. new one on me there, buddy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm not as confused. <laughs> Good. <laughs> we all confused. Heat. <laughs> heat. Um, I just recently watched that movie for the first time, and that's just an all-around oh. good movie. Very good. So sad that you just watched that, too. But at least I've seen it. Yeah, well. <laughs> it's still sad. I'm still. I don't care. I hate you anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you anyways. I hate you anyway. Oh, fine. Then I'm gonna steal your movie. Not at the museum. How's that my movie? I saw it on your phone. You just saw it. I've got 18 movies on my phone. It's like I'm gonna steal yours. Well, you what? stopped at Not at the museum. I was like, oh, that's gonna be a good movie. To no, I about. stopped because I was thinking for a moment. Oh, well, <laughs> like I just, so I that's scrolling. what the smoke was. Yes, <laughs> that's what that smell is. You can't steal my movie. Well, now back then again, this goes back to this one is an ensemble cast considered now, but if you go back to then, I wouldn't consider them. Is days to confused. Oh yes, mm. yeah. Because back then a lot of them were just getting yeah. started. I mean, ben that Netflix one. You, and, you know, and, um, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. But you know Joey Lauren Adams. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's just uh, Parker Posey, uh, Mila Jovovich. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to even. God, I can't even think of everybody that's in that movie off the top of my head. Uh. I think the rest of them were kind of like lower name people, but the, ultimately, 
uh, the one guy, uh, Anthony, what's Michael. his name? No, not Anthony Michael. Uh, was it not Anth- Not Mackie, obviously, but he's the, he was the one that was one of the two nerd guys. The one that had the dream about Abraham Lincoln with the beard. He's like, I had a dream. I was getting it on with the what would be a perfect female body. Yeah, He's like, yeah, yeah. But with the head of Abraham Lincoln, yeah. <laughs> the hat and the beard. What? <laughs> <clears throat> but he went on to do. A lot of other stuff, and actually, he's now in. He was in uh, Star Trek Discovery, I believe. If I, I remember seen correctly, Discovery. I heard it's really good. It I, is actually very good. I'm um, almost done rewatching the Orville right now. Okay, I'm in the I'm in the season where Hulu took it over, so it's the last season, mm. and they dropped the humor. Like, yeah, and I was it got super serious. Yeah, and I thought the whole I loved the first two seasons because it had Seth MacFarlane's humor in it, which they got rid of, and I was like, oh no, this is just a new Star Trek. Yep. <laughs> it's just a new Star Trek fan. So uh, I have one, and I'm, I'm sure you'll agree with and We've talked about it a couple times. But, mm-hmm. uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. Another Paul Rudd one. Yeah. And, that man is awesome. <laughs> a, it, you just throw him in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. Role model's great. <laughs> yeah. If and then white, ha- you've been Affleck. Well, a, a quick side note. I, I, want, I want you to get into this, but quick side When we're talking about Paul Rudd, there's more and more stuff I'm seeing. I'm going back and watching that I'm realizing I forgot he was in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember uh, uh, Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. He was in there. He played older Tommy Doyle. It was in, uh, well, Clueless. He was mm-hmm. the stepbrother or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he was also in, he's been in a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's like you go back and like, oh, Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Paul Rudd. Hey, there's Paul Rudd. Mm-hmm. Why does he look the same? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> the man's a mutant. <clears throat> anyway, back to your movie, though. He was as well seen. <laughs> Stone the face. <laughs> so we got Wet Hot, Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> so you have, uh, you have <clears throat> Paul Rudd, <clears throat> Amy Poehler, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks, again, Bradley Cooper in there, Janine Garofalo, hilarious in there, her and, uh, and uh, David Pierce, um, Marjorie Moreau, who was... Uh, um, uh, she was the the original girl in, in Mighty Ducks. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was like, why does that name sound familiar? Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember. It was Connie something. Yeah, it was Connie. Yeah. Um, who else? We still got um, H. John Benjamin. <laughs> that <laughs> And the dude that was... Uh, I'm trying to find the character in here. Um, I didn't know H. John Benjamin was in the movie. I'm trying to remember who his character was. Uh, Lake Bell was in it for like just a second i can't find the guy on here but um anyway it's it's a good movie it's about a summer camp and it's like the last uh, is is it the last day or the last week i think it's the last day one or the other yeah (laughs) it is Um, one of those two things and and so they um you've got the the one guy who's got to go save the kids that are he went kayaking because he was trying to get laid (laughs) he left them unsupervised (laughs) so he could go get get laid (laughs) <laughs> and uh, um, uh, Marjorie, her and um, uh, Paul Rudd are like together, but they're not. And the one dude in there is trying to, you know, hit on her and be with her. And he, he finally makes out with her. He's like, yeah, but I don't want you. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the next day when they wake up. Uh, oh, who's the guy from Law and Order? That's what I'm trying to find. Jerry Orbach? Uh, yeah. Oh, no, uh, the uh, Stabler. Oh, oh uh, Chris Molina. Yeah. He's, he's the one that's always like, I'm going to go back and uh, hump the fridge. What? <laughs> I said I'm going to uh, change these uh, turnips. 
did you just say you were going to go hump the fridge? Yes, yes. <laughs> and at the end, he finally, like, they bring a fridge out, and he just starts humping <clears throat> it, and they push it to the back. <laughs> I love how, like, he played Elliot Staber for about a decade, and it was a very serious show, but every other piece of work he usually does, does is a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, well, last week we talked about Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yeah. He was the trailer park guy who was married to the obscenely hot wife. Yeah. And they were going to have, like, a four-way, and, like... Harold and Kumar were going to sleep with the wife, and then he was jumping, and he takes off with his shirt, and they're like, nope, nope, nope. Well, Who's ready for the first reach round? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was what he said. He was like, Yo, you guys going inside? Anything you want? Have sex with my wife? Whatever. <laughs> Did he just say have sex with his wife? And then that's when he catches them. He's like, oh, no, I didn't say that. You didn't even have- I might have said that. I like when they're sitting in the truck with him when he's first driving. They're whispering. They're sitting yeah. right next to him. They're whispering, and all of he's a sudden, it gets quiet. Shit coming out of his yeah, neck. but the, and he's like, look at it. He's like, then they get quiet. He's like, I heard everything he said. <laughs> <laughs> he just stared straight ahead. Like, I heard everything he said. He also did that show Happy from um, ABC. Yeah. yeah. I loved that show. I thought that was amazing. You still have to see the that movie I've told you about, and it's on Plex, that sure National Lampoon's Dirty Movie. Oh. That is one of the greatest roles he has played ever. Chris Molina? Yeah, and it took me, I didn't realize it was him for the- Oh, I had no idea was, he was the guy from Harold and Kumar for yeah. the longest time. Guy's well, very he's got heavy makeup in, in, <clears throat> in Harold and Kumar. Well, because even before he did Law & Order, he was also in Oz. Yeah, I remember that. Mm. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's a- uh, so a little bit of a did, different character, you know. You know. I think he's like, I want awards for drama and serious acting. Let's just do some goofy shit. And he's great <laughs> at it. Can I just too. cut up? <laughs> well, if you want to also talk like ensembles, basically anything that Judd Apatow does. <laughs> Any yeah. movie, there's a list of them. We'll get to those in a minute. But anything also John Hughes does. Yeah. Almost. I mean, now I know with like the other stuff where it's more teen-based. They do have like a lead person, but there are so many other characters involved in there. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I will say, um, like one of the movies I want to bring up, a lot of his early stuff, they technically are ensembles, but they weren't back then because the people he had in his movies were no one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like he was just finding <clears throat> kids. So you like anybody take... from Freaks and Geeks? Yeah, you just call. Oh, you're ass. talking about Judd Apatow? Yes. Okay. Yep. Um, but yeah, so any like, if you watch a Judd Apatow movie and you watch, so say you're going to go to his new movie, before you go, watch a few sh- episodes of Freaks and Geeks, and then you will find like most of the cast in yeah. that movie. Well, basically. <laughs> well, and then you get like later on, you get to movies like um, uh, what was the the Adam Sandler one, uh, the real serious one, uh, Click. Not no no no, where uh, they were basically a Judd Apatow movie, Uncut Gems. <clears throat> no. It's basically Spanish. a Judd Apatow movie. Was it no, it was basically a Judd Apatow movie. Meaning everybody that's in Judd Apatow's movies was in this. Punch Don't yell at me because I'm you can't at think you. of it. I'm yelling at you. Punch Drunk Love. It. It's the one where he finds out he has cancer, and it's it's. Oh. And it's got Seth Rogen. Oh like, yeah. You know, just seek all, uh, funny people. Funny people. Yeah. There you go. Jonah Hill's in it. I mean, it's basically mm-hmm. like everybody that. Is in a you would Apatow think movie. just saying what's the serious Adam Sandler <coughs> movie, there would only be like two, but we just named off like five. Oh, there's plenty of them. Like when you said, you, did one you say Punch Drunk Love? I did. You did. Okay, yeah. I so you got Spanglish. that one, Spanglish. Well, Spanglish, it's like half comedy yeah. or half serious, but uh, Rain on Me, that one's. Mm. Click definitely gets serious yeah. at the end. Yeah. It starts funny, <coughs> and then they just got lazy. <laughs> I was, like, I walked out of that not knowing how to feel about that movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Like, it was really funny when he was farting in um, Kevin, uh, uh, the Hoff's face. I taste yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And then towards the end, it becomes like a life lesson, serious movie. I was like, this is not what I signed now up wait for. Wait a minute. This well, is a complete tonal shift in the third act. It's almost like they took, like, a, you know, a Christmas Carol theme to it at the end. Yeah. You know, where he basically I, finds I got redemption more of a and stuff. Twilight Zone vibe. From <clears throat> well, it's a Twilight. I'm saying, but the theme of, like, he sees. His life moving fast, what it would be like without him. Almost yeah. like kind of like combination of It's a Wonderful Life meets A Christmas Carol. Yeah. But not being a Christmas movie at all. So can we count Multiplicity as an ensemble cast? No. <laughs> because there's four <laughs> Michael Keaton. Plays four different parts. <laughs> <clears throat> no. But nice they try. can do whatever you want. I don't care. It's, it's, your op- it's, it's up to the opinion I, everything. Was- I, I'm not serious, but, but you know, for Michael Keaton's, I mean, that's ensemble. Did he get paid four times? That's we the have, real question. We have Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton, Michael, Michael Keaton. Keaton, and Michael Keaton. <laughs> um, but another, on, an actual ensemble cast is The Hangover. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Bradley Cooper, Ed Helms, Kim Jong, um, a bunch Zach of... Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. Zachy. Um, uh, Mike Tyson. Um, Heather Graham. Heather, Heather Graham. Graham, but she's in everything. So she's not allowed to be noted that she was in this? (laughs) I guess. She's like the female Paul Rudd. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And everything. I'm only allowing you because I've seen um, the Dirk Diggler movie. What's it called? Boogie Nights. So let me ask you this. So if Paul Rudd's been in almost everything, Heather Graham's been in almost anything, have they ever been in a movie together? Genuinely don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. Maybe. I don't think they have. I honestly don't think they have. But So are you trying to say Paul Rudd, Moonlight's is... uh... (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never yes. seen them in the same movie together. So <laughs> I just saw Superman. Where's Clark? Yeah. Clark's supposed to be covering this. So in 2006, they were apparently in a movie called The O in Ohio. <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! Yeah, that is that's a reach. So basically, they haven't been in a movie together. Yeah. <laughs> They say they were in a Wheaties commercial together <laughs> yeah. back in 1987. They were on set. Of- <laughs> yeah. He was there getting craft services, <laughs> visiting, visiting his agent. Um, I so- honestly can't think of a movie they've I, been I just looked up the cast. One. I'm not seeing Heather Graham. In, <clears throat> did she legally change her name recently? She's not listening. <laughs> Google lied to me. Google, you dick. <clears throat> so I, um, I have one that's a movie about baseball, A League of Their Own. Yes. Gina Davis, Gina Tom Davis, Hanks. Tom Hanks, Madonna. Yep. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell. The only thing I can remember from that movie is there's no crying in baseball. Yeah, there's yep. Because uh, John Levitz. John Levitz. Very, yep. Very quick. Uh, uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah. He was the he was the husband. Yes. I don't even think he had two lines, but he was in there. <laughs> oh, speaking of Bill Pullman, too, Independence Day. Hmm. Yeah. When you think about ensemble, I mean, that's about yeah. as ensemble as you can get there, All right, too. so I found out why Jeff she wasn't listed. <laughs> she wasn't listed on the main cast because she's uncredited as Justine, the sex shop clerk. Ah. So I don't know if Paul Rudd even has a scene with her, because I've never seen this or heard of this movie. But apparently they were in a movie together. So if anybody has ever seen or knows of the movie O from Ohio, please reach us to us if you've <laughs> seen o it. Let us Ohio. Know, or the O in Ohio, thank you. Please reach us at 555. <laughs> <laughs> let us know if it's worth watching. You know, it's Paul Rudd and Heather Graham. I'm not really going to turn no, but it could be good. Yeah. It could be but bad. It, yeah. It could be awful. 
and with that title, I'm assuming it's the latter. So, <laughs> Paul Rudd makes triumphs of cinema. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you always had to start somewhere. And yeah. he could have started, well, no, this came out way after. Uh, yeah, no, he, yeah, he started even before that, too. Yeah. Uh, but so I mentioned Independence Day, but on the other end of the spectrum of that one, Mars you have Attacks. Mars, yes, exactly, <laughs> yeah, Mars Attacks, which is another ensemble cast movie. Or what about Jack Nicholas playing multiple roles in that too? Yes. Well, thank Jack Nicholson. Speaking of that one too, uh, we we mentioned it last time. Uh, as good as it gets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is Helen then Hunt. Helen Hunt. Mm-hmm. Him. Greg Kinnear was in that one, if I remember correctly. There's quite a few people in that movie. Um, to continue the trend of ensemble movies that are considered ensemble now, but when they were made, they're like, who are these idiots and why am I watching a movie about them? Reservoir Dogs. Oh, absolutely. Quentin Tarantino, Harvey Keitel, Michael Madsen, Tim Roth, Steve Buscemi. And that's in like the opening scene. Yeah. <laughs> Like, boom, I looked boom, up like boom, the full boom, cast, boom, and there's boom, 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 they, they are now big name actors. But back then, boom, it's like he was Quentin Tarantino. He's like, hey, I need five, I need thirty people to be in my movie. And yeah, it kickstarted a bunch. Not kickstarted, <coughs> but I mean, it definitely brought a couple of these actors from like you're here, but now we're looking at you for a trust year. me, I yeah. pay well. <laughs> yeah. And then a lot of them got to join in with a uh, Pulp Fiction. Yeah, which yeah. became not only a massive hit but a cult classic. Yeah, it's. Uh, if a, a lot, lot of people would say re- a lot of movies re- rejuvenated does are, are <coughs> an ensemble cast that he puts together. Yeah, because yeah. he I writes mean, like eight thousand characters in yeah. a movie. It's like, how do we? But he see? only he has two that he'll always <coughs> call for like uh, filming. It's always Tim Roth and it's always Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, I have a movie. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Is that a bad thing? No, God, no. Those <laughs> are great. They're amazing actors. <laughs> Django. Yeah. Django. Kill Bill. Kill Bill. That was a massive ensemble cast. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm pulling up the wrong file. We already talked about Night at the Museum. Or at least I mentioned it. I don't think we actually talked about it. But you got Robin Williams, Ben Stiller, Owen Wilson. Um, basically all the pe- all the you know, display, the life-size dioramas in the museum that come to life are played by very well-known <laughs> actors. Yeah. yeah. Um, I've only I've seen the second one, but I've never seen the third one. And the third one is back when he goes back to the specific, it's like the Hangover. Well, they go the third one Vegas is, to Thailand, back to Vegas. No, well, so the third one they go to London. Oh, okay. And because uh, that's actually where like they're having a problem with the tablet, and that's where his parents are. Mm. So and that's where they have the dig and everything up there. Gotcha. Interesting. You know stuff. I know a couple things, man. You got to get that shirt. I drink beer and I know things. I, I have it. It's my uh, St. Patty's Day shirt. I drink whiskey and I know things. <laughs> and before the Game of Thrones people get angry, we do know the line is actually "I drink wine and know things." Yes. Or I, I, no, I, I drink. Think I drink and know. Things. Yes. I'm not a Game of Thrones person, so I didn't know. That. I watched the first five seasons. I, I say that like I only watched the first five seasons, but there's like nine of them. I didn't follow the end. Of the, I just watched five seasons. I barely it wasn't know the even show. really. You know, you know, I, after, I wasn't into it. <laughs> after a while, you just get desensitized to all the violence and sex. Like, oh, this again. I mean, okay. maybe the violence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this again. Oh, great, more boobs. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, my day just went from good to bad. <laughs> that and floppy wiener. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot I, more. I still remember that from South Park. Floppy wiener. Yeah. <laughs> there, there was a lot more dong in that show that I was anticipating. Yes, there was. 
Have you ever seen the show? Wow, that's way more dong than I was expecting. So, wait, how many were you expecting? I was expecting, like... I I want to hear this number. We we really didn't want one, but... (laughs) What was the level or number of dong you were expecting? Not as much, but... You have a number in your head, I know you do. (laughs) I want to hear what this number is. Three. (laughs) Wow. Wildly underestimating the amount of dongs they would put in an HBO. TV I'd give this show. movie three wieners. <laughs> <laughs> it's a three dong movie. It's a three donger right here. <laughs> you ever seen the show um, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yeah. You ever see the one where they're going to like the sequel of a movie and they're all. Exp- uh, it's like the director's cut, and they're like, oh my god, we're going to see so much dong. There's like an extra nine minutes of dong footage in this movie. <laughs> and that's the only thing they're excited about. And the whole episode is about them trying to get to the movie theater to see the director's cut with nine extra minutes of dong. <laughs> that's a whole lot of penis. Yeah, that's a yeah. We're gonna but need a, just, we're gonna need the extra large popcorn for yeah. this one. <laughs> they are all excited about just seeing this movie with you know, a nice shot of dong. Apparently, that's like going to go watch the movie um, Mad Watchmen and be like, you know what? I'm really excited yeah. for the big blue penis. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get enough. <laughs> well, heard... another one, an old school one, we didn't talk about was a uh, clue. We've talked about the oh, movie yeah. before, but I mean, you talk about what a great and just a great movie. <laughs> I like it. I like oh, yeah. it a lot. It's a really good movie. Uh, obviously, I wasn't. Um, I didn't see the movie in theaters because I think it came out in the early eighties. Yeah, I didn't see it in theater either. Yeah. I, I saw it afterwards yeah. on VHS. Me too. Actually, I think I watched it on TBS. I think I might have seen it there too, but yeah. yeah. Um, But I remember um, learning years later that the ending was dependent on which movie theater and which region Mm -hmm. you watched the movie in. Because I think the director is like, I want people talking about this to see if they like misremembered the ending or if they actually figured it out. But I didn't see it in the theater, so I um, after that, whenever they put it on VHS Mm -hmm. or DVD, you got all three endings that they aired, and they, I don't. No, if they actually say canonically, this is the canon ending. No, no, they do, but because at the each one, like the first ending, it happens, and then after that ends, it goes to a little like card, little title screen, title yeah. card, and it said, or that's what could have happened, or it could have happened this way in the last one, and then in the last one it says, this, but this is what, what really actually happened. happened. Yeah, okay, because <laughs> I, I remember I could not remember if they said or this one or if this is the one that actually. No, happened. the last one they do say, but this is what really happened. Okay, uh, which. And this time, this time, this time, this time. Which upsets me because the butler did it. <laughs> but if you want to know who killed Mr. Body, I, I did. did. In with, the hallway with the revolver. Now I'm going to go home and sleep with my boy. wife. <laughs> that always reminds me of the movie Speed where um, Keanu Reeves and his partner are at the party and his partner gets like wasted. He's like, I'm going to go home and have sex with my That's, wife. That's uh, Jeff Daniels? Yes. Jeff Daniels, thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Daniels is like, I'm going to go home and have sex with my wife. And Keanu Reeves is like, Harry, you're going to go home and throw up. He's like, yeah, that'll be fun, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> well, He's also there, like, when he finally has like, shoot the hostage. <laughs> and they're giving him, like, they're congratulating yeah. him. And he's like, and uh, we've all done, we've all wanted to shoot Harry at some point <laughs> in our career here. I just remember when they're on stage, and they're like, I can't believe they're giving you a medal for shooting me. And they're like, Harry, you told me to. <laughs> so he, and he just shuts up. <laughs> now, I will say, going to his later movies, like later, later movies, they start becoming ensemble cast movies, but with Kevin Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
like when you start getting to like Dogma and all them, and then Jane Silent Bob, Bob Strike Back, you know, and then the reboots and all this other stuff, and Clerks Three. Even when they do Clerks Two and Clerks Three, they start bringing in more yeah. and more people. But I think Dogma would be considered one of the biggest ensemble casts, only because mm. they all all those other people, like the other movies, had like some were cameos, mm. some had a little bit, but Dogma, but everybody kind of had a big this part one had in it. Alan Rickman, <coughs> Chris Rock, yeah. Matt Damon, the original. Yep. Movie. Yep. <laughs> Oh yeah, so I mean, those I, I would say Dogma would be considered the an ensemble cast yeah. film. So, what Alanis Morissette, would you consider Four Rooms an ensemble cast? Because Tim Roth I, is the star, and he keeps running into other A listers. Uh, yes and no. I would say yes because there are so many people, but I would say they're the all their stories. It's completely separate. Like he's the connecting factor to all of them. Yeah. Not really so much all the other ones were. Well, so, I mean, it's, it's a the wife from know. Room Two does wind up in Room Four. With yeah, Jamie. but like in in movies, when you're talking about like you know when, whether it be you know Tropic Thunder or the Oceans movies or you know like like I mentioned Two Hundred Cigarettes, where all these stories are happening, but at one point or another they all intertwine. Mm-hmm. Whereas like again, Tim Roth is kind of thing. So I'd say yes and no. I, I would leave that up to viewership decision. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so how about we talk about a terrible movie that I think Tony actually really loves, Rat Race. I I don't really love it. I just I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. I too. don't hate it. I, I mean, hate it. I think that movie is garbage. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be anything Ouch. wonderful. It was supposed to be goofy. I, it, it was horrible. Goofy. It was Come supposed on, to be it's based. John Cleese. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be based off of another movie similar to it that was done. I think it was called like uh, I got it. It it wasn't something rate or the, like the. The Great Race or something, or the the Great something. Great American Race. It might have been something like that, but mm-hmm. it was another movie that had almost the exact uh, same theory. You know, get everybody together on a on a big treasure hunt, and have them all chase each other for it. <coughs> um, yeah, but I don't like that movie. You you tolerate it. I, I mean, I, if it's on, I mean, I'll watch it. I don't say I'm like I, would, I don't I, look for it. I, I don't actively for avoid it. that movie. I just I like John Lovitz, so I think his character. I mean, we all love funny. John Lovitz. Look, I don't hate the actors in it. I just think it was very bad writing. Like, I don't find it funny at all. But um, <laughs> tell us what you really think about Rat Race. It's a shit movie. Don't watch it. Uh, the opinions expressed by Patrick do not reflect the opinions. Well, they one hundred percent do. They this do is not about movies. They do not <laughs> reflect for the rest of the crew. <laughs> My voice is weird. <laughs> my voice is worked. We can just drop your mic. Down. <laughs> so we have one that's, uh, you know, there's a debate on whether or not it's a Christmas movie with some people, but Love Actually. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Massive cast in that. Yep. Yeah, you got um, <clears throat> Liam Neeson, Hugh Grant, Emma Thompson, Colin Firth, uh, Kira Knightley, Bill Knight, um, Alan Rickman. I, could, I completely forgot he was in there. Uh, Andrew Lincoln before you know mm-hmm. um, before Walking Dead made him really famous. Rick, <laughs> <laughs> Martin Freeman. This is the you could, I could just keep scrolling. <laughs> well, we talked about one offline outside earlier, and holy crap, he was in this movie. Would one you consider A Million Ways to Die in the West yeah. an ensemble yeah. cast? Because I mean, you, you got have... Liam Neeson, Seth MacFarlane, Charlize, Charlize Theron, 
Um, Giovanni Verbisi. Jamie Foxx at the very end. <laughs> Jamie Foxx oh, at the very me. end. Sarah Silverman. Yeah. Sarah Pat, Silverman. Neil Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, the bar, t- the bar owner, the saloon owner. Oh like, yeah. What's her name? Like Amanda Ro- Seyfried. Um, was it Rosie Rose? Something no. Uh, she was. She's the voice of Lois on Family Guy. Yeah. Um, I can't remember her name at the moment. Uh, Alex Borstein. I think her name. Okay. Is. <laughs> So, uh, you know what time he's... I, you know, I really don't know. Pretty much about whatever time he feels like putting a penis in an asshole. Yep. <laughs> so we'll mine. say five? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll say sure. five. Sure. Well, honey, that's great. We can get you that new belt for... Yeah. Her <laughs> that dynamic always <laughs> upset me. <laughs> She's down there, like, honey, uh, you know, I don't... I really just don't... I don't think we can have sex because, you know, the boy... Needs to, oh, yeah. It's like, hey, come on. I'm... <laughs> I'm ready to go. <laughs> well, the two best parts in that, or not the best parts of the movie, but my favorite parts with those two combined, or with him at least, Giovanni. She first comes running down, and she's like, "Hey," and he's like, "Oh, your breath's like, oh, sorry, I had to give a blowjob." Yeah, yeah. But then the second part is when he goes to Seth MacFarlane's house after he hasn't seen him for a while, and he's like, "Hey, man, you know, you haven't been out," and he's like, and he starts talking, and he's like, "You know, you have love, though, man." He's like, "You know, you guys, you're, you know, you're together, you're having sex." Like, no. No, no, we haven't. He's like, don't you have sex with like twenty guys a day? He's like, yeah. He's like, but you guys haven't had sex. He's like, have you ever had sex with anyone? He's like, well, there was that shit with my uncle that one time. But But he's like, you know, (laughs) like when he's going out there and he's like, look at this. That is our mayor. The most important person in our town for the last three weeks has been a dead guy. No one has looked into him. No one's checked on how he died. <laughs> and then the wolf starts the wolf. pulling him on. Yeah, this proves my point. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Mr. Bear. Yeah. Enjoy becoming wolf shit. <laughs> <laughs> that movie got reviewed terribly, but I enjoy that. It's a hilarious I'm movie. A- uh, but I would just want to bring that up. So I, I consider that like an ensemble cast, I would yeah. say. Um one from 2006 um, that I um, watched, and I was generally surprised on how much I liked this movie, is Crash. Oh, yeah. No, Crash is great. Yeah. But, I mean, you've got Matt Dillon, Jennifer Esposito, Michael Pena, Sandra Bullock, Don Cheadle, Brendan Fraser, Tony Danza, Ludacris, Ryan Phillippe. Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah, right? I was looking at the cast. I was like, he was in that movie? All right. Well, you got high pitch there. He was in that movie? But you know, um, Willem <laughs> Fisher, he's in there, um, and then we kind of get into oh Keith, da- Keith David, damn, damn Keith damn. David, that, that boy right there, he had that movie, he good, yeah. he good, he good, he good, he good. All right, and then after Keith David, it's, it goes to a bunch of no names. That, that would be a, I, I think that would be a considerable ensemble cast too. Coming uh, to America, coming to America. Yeah, well, yes. I guess. If coming to America works, so does um, multiplicity. Mostly, no, no, but, no, so this is different. Hang you on. got Samuel L. Jackson, you got... Um, um, that guy from Good Times. That, that guy from Good Times. <laughs> now, just because Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall play multiple characters in it, mm-hmm. doesn't mean that they're... I'm not considering them as the the other ensemble cast. James Earl Jones. J- James Earl Jones well, that's is the dad. Cheating. That's not cheating, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would, would you say Tusk is an ensemble cast? Oh, <sighs> yes and no. That would be another up in the air one. I think that's up to opinion. Okay. Um, because you really have to, most people have to be Kevin Smith fans to consider True. that one. Number one. Um, but you have... Um, you do have Justin Long in there. Uh, you Johnny do have, Depp. You have Johnny Depp in there. I mean, and, um, his, Kevin Smith's daughter started coming to fame mm, at and that you point. And you got the kid from The Shining. 
Um, I can't remember Not his the name. Shining. Not the Shining. Uh, Sixth Sense. Thank you. Haley Joel Osment. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that kid from The Shining. I mean, Danny. <laughs> you know that guy. Uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack Nicholas. <laughs> you ever seen the show um, Rules of Engagement? Oh yeah. I know I have. Yeah, I love that show. But there's a time when Adam just sits in the booth and goes to Patrick Warburton. And he's like, hey, what's that movie with the guy with the hair? And he's like, it's too early for this. <laughs> <laughs> and he finally gets the movie and they start talking about The Godfather. And uh, he's, you have never seen it. It's like how you would talk to me. Yeah. You've never seen The Godfather? And then throughout the course of the episode, he watches The Godfather. The last scene, he's like, oh, I finally watched the third one. I think it's my favorite one. He's like, you're dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's good times right there. I mean, it, it, no, I'm not even going to touch this one. Never mind. Oh, I'll leave that to silence. Touch it. touch it. I was going to say Phantom Menace because when you come to, if you're talking about Star Wars movies, out of that one, you had Ewan McGregor, Liam Neeson, yep. Samuel L. Jackson all combined yeah. in that movie. Yep. I mean, with, and Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. Yep, yep. Natalie Portman. Ian McGregor, but I don't know how big, he was big, he in, was Lo- big. He was big in London, but he wasn't. No, he was big <clears throat> over here by then. Was he? Yeah, he had already. I mean, Train Spotting was a huge hit over here. Oh yeah, I forgot he was in that. Um, movie. But he also did. Um, I also forgot that watch that movie. Hey now, <laughs> hey now. No, he did quite a few movies actually before he got into into the Star Wars thing. Mm. Fun fact: He has a brother in the um, the British Air Force, yeah. and his call sign is OB two. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know what? He deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he deserves to be called Obi Two because his brother is famous. His, yes, his brother is basically Space Jesus. Hey, yeah. but if he's in the military, he can call himself whatever he wants. Right. Yeah. You know? But apparently, his call sign is Obi Two. Yep. <laughs> so we are coming up. We got a, a couple minutes left, but I do want to bring up this one's old school. So this was an ensemble cast, even though it was an older movie. But all the actors in it were already well established, and that would be the Cannonball Run movies. Oh, ah. uh, okay. Because you had ever you had like Burt Reynolds, Don DeLuise, uh, you know uh, Sammy Davis Jr., uh, Dean Martin, uh, Tony Danza. I mean, they. I mean, between the two movies, you had so many huge named people. Sammy Davis Jr. 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 <laughs> um, um, but yeah, I had a shout out to the Cannonball Runs there, people. I remember I was working for the company I spoke about last week when we monitored. Um, Ad revi- um, you know, ads on television. Mm-hmm. One of those were um, trailers. I remember seeing the trailer for this movie, and I, the entire floor, heard me laughing from watching this trailer. I was on the ground laughing so hard. Movie forty three. Oh, okay. Um, and this is just anybody who was an actor at that point was basically in this movie. I mean, you got Hugh Jackman, Kate Winslet, Chris Pratt, and his now ex wife Anna Ferris. But I think Jackman plays such a weird character in that movie too. <laughs> They all play weird characters. Yeah, but his is, like, really funky. <laughs> Mr. Huge Ackman. Yeah. But Emma Stone, Halle Berry. Halle Berry's pretty weird, too. Um, <clears throat> Naomi Watts, Elizabeth Banks. I Dan is quite... I could... This movie I is... I could do this all day. This movie is <laughs> packed. I don't know, man. I was just thinking about some Halle Berry. <laughs> Terrence Howard had, like, the funniest... Um, part in that movie when he's trying to give the pep talk mm. to the, the basketball players. Mm. It's like, you're black... They're white. We already won. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I will say this. Um, You mentioned the movie in the last episode, but I'm surprised you didn't bring it up in this one. It's Well, it's been a full week since we talked about it. But this is the end. Oh, okay. I mean, yes. That's got almost everybody in it. Again, if you're, you know, Judd Apatow fan, (laughs) then then it's basically 
a whole movie of him. Yeah, Danny, pretty much. Freaking Danny McBride. <laughs> yeah, Danny McBride. Oh, come on. Anything in this house. <laughs> I'll be dropping loads all over this damn house. <laughs> Why who's yourself to a porno mag? You got damn iPads in your wall. Yeah, 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 man. I like to read. You <laughs> <laughs> tell me James Franco at a party. You need yeah. to suck anyone's dick. Yeah. <laughs> I call bullshit. But when they're doing like the, the, the MTV, like talking into the camera and, um, James Franco is you know, talking about Danny McBride. He's like, this fucking guy that comes in, he cooks all our goddamn food. And, and he, you just see Danny McBride walk in the background. He's like, hey, how's it going? He's like, good. Good, man. How yeah. you doing? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he walks off. I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, if, it's not like an ensemble cast movie, but I did want to throw it out because it, it almost we were talking about this one before he turned on the microphones, but Deadpool 2. Just because okay. they were... I'm sure all the actors that were in that movie are rising stars. Uh, like, the girl who played Domino definitely deserves to be a mm-hmm. rising star. But the scene where they're parachuting into, like, the hot zone, and then the the invisible guy gets electrocuted, and it's Brad Pitt. Yeah, for, like, <laughs> like, a split second. Yeah. 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 I remember, like, is was that Brad Pitt? Like, we watched a... Cra- Brad Pitt? Okay. <laughs> Vanisher. Maybe the wind can't blow what it can't see. <laughs> right into the Oh my god! Oh yeah, like, I will never let anything happen to you, you my sweet baby boy. Baby bear. Yeah, and then he flies into the wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so we also, uh, we are coming up to the end, but we do, again, like all other episodes, if we missed anything, please let us know. We always want to hear, and we'll be glad to bring it up to you. Um, before we go, though, let them know where they can find us. Of course, as always, um, we're on Spotify. That's where we started. That's our home. But we're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, um, Internet Radio, WWJDF. WDBF.FM or WDBF.com. Thank you. Uh, and soon, hopefully in the next few months, we should be on Elevation uh, Media yep. on Roku. Yep. Um, and also, you can find um, our podcast on our website at <laughs> movietalksandchill.com and basically about 25 other different places that have just stolen our RSS feed and thrown it onto their website. Yep. I mean, I won't say stolen. Just We did kind of leave it open for yeah, them to do it. There so. is a, Without asking. <laughs> they didn't hack our website, and there is a way that they got the RSS feed. <laughs> but uh, just before we go also, just a couple other things. Uh, you know, Obviously, YouTube, check us out. Like there, we begin more subscribers. Keep doing that. Keep liking what we're doing. I keep forgetting that we're on YouTube. As I'm sitting in front of a in camera front of a camera now and two lights, uh, um, like lighting bits. <laughs> but we haven't really brought this up in the past month or so. But coming up to the end of the year and beginning of next year, uh, guys, don't forget. Also, we are the official podcast for the Sunscreen Film Festival that will be coming up uh, middle of next year, uh, late April, early May. Um, so they are taking submissions for films. Mm-hmm. So please make sure you send it to sunscreenfilmfestival.com. Uh, if you need any other questions, just send us an email or talk to us at movietalksandchill.com and then we can forward you to whatever information Speaking you Speaking of talk to us at movietalksandchill.com, I still have yet to receive an email that I can read on the air. I, I want to read your awful email. <laughs> yeah. Send it to me. Yeah. So send us that stuff, and then also we have recently been, you know, contacted by some other movie makers about us reviewing their films. So you know, stay with us on 
updates on that. Uh, we will be reviewing them, having more guests on coming big up soon. Big things are coming. Yes, big things. And also the holidays. And you so. don't want us exposing <laughs> ourselves. Do you? <laughs> Where do you get your weed from? <laughs> <laughs> from you, Dante. Oh, something that's the chance. All right, guys. But until then, we will continue the holiday season with you guys for the weeks coming up. But until then, for Movie Talks and Chill, we're your hosts. I'm Tony Serrano. I'm Gavin Butts. Touch Wall. All right, guys. Take care. Don't forget, guys, you can visit us at our website, movietalksandchill.com. Email us at talk to us at movietalksandchill.com or find us on our YouTube channel. Uh, you can also follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Movie Talks and Chill. You can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Breaker. Pocket Cast, Radio Public, coming soon to Apple Podcasts, CastBox, and Overcast. New episodes available every Wednesday. Talk to you then. Theme music for our podcast was composed, arranged, and performed by Paul LaRocque.